has unfolded in the latest chapter of One Piece that there is so much to discuss. And not only did it knock me out of my chair when I was reading the chapter, but a smile just never left my face as I was reading it because I was both excited and I was thrilled by what just happened. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. Hello guys, this is Jade from The Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece titled The Matter Involving Captain Kobe, chapter 1059. So for those who have read the latest chapter, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. But for those who did not have early access to the chapter, it's just waiting until it is officially released on September 12th, tomorrow. And for everyone else who has read the latest chapter, let's continue on ahead. from German 66, ah, an emotionless exertion, volume 18, Caesar's hallucination gas, where Caesar's gas causes Katakuri and Oven to hallucinate and fight each other. And I find this really interesting of the kind of experiment that Caesar was able to use to manipulate his gas to cause the two brothers to fight each other. I find that very fascinating, but at the same time, I'm curious to see of what else he's gonna pull up his sleeve. But with that out of the way, let's continue on with the chapter. The chapter begins near Whitebeard's home island of Sphinx, where the red-haired pirates drop off Marco, but he decides to fly all the way back to the island. He thanks Shanks for the ride back as he is asked once again if he really does if he decided not to join the crew. Marco even confirms this and even adds saying that he himself is too old and worn out to play babysitter to a great pirate such as Shanks. To which it was shared by his fellow officers and to his own pers- personnel's frustration. And as he bids for goodbye to them, he thinks back before when the Straw Hats left Wano. And with this memory, it shows of Luffy and Sanji were both surprised that Yamato chooses not to go with with them. Yamato then explains that Ryo Kyokuya's attack made him realize Kaido's downfall would cause more people like the Admiral to try to invade Wano, and he can't turn his back on them, especially if he does leave, he'll continuously worry about them. And with that statement, Luffy ex- ultimately accepts Yamato's wishes, and Zoro recommends he be careful as not to harm Momonosuke's pride. And even with that statement, Yamato agrees, saying he will find another reason to stay as well. Over that, Marco then calls to Luffy and tells him he will be hitching a ride with a nearby ship. With Luffy stating he can't, he didn't get a chance to thank him for saving him during the Summit War. Marco accepts his thanks and says Ace would be proud of how far he had come, before saying, saying the time belonged to him and the other youngsters of his generation. Which I think that was a really heartwarming moment that he mentioned Ace and how proud he would be that Luffy has come this far and is now a Yonko of the new of the new world and it's amazing to see. Now we head to the war to the paradise on Amazon Lily. Gloriosa marks of how deep in the island men were able to invade their home and that 
town is now damaged. The mountain has lost half of its entire structure as well. However, Bowen Hancock is still that as long as the island remains, the marines won't stop hunting them, and she remarks that she should go and marry Luffy, which annoys Gloriosa, since Hancock is always thinking about about that, which is such a classic thing of what Hancock would do. She's always reminiscing if she should go and marry Luffy, and I find that to be hilarious. And with that, what happened a few then we get a flashback of what happened just a few weeks ago. Kobe and the Marines attack Kuja pirates, and they decide to deploy their new pacifistas called the Sephirim, which take the form of children, keeping some of the Kuja pirates from fighting back. And with this attack, the Blackbeard ship was spotted with him himself creating a kaishin to shove the Marines away. He appears with Ka Katarina Devon and Vasco Shot accompanying him, and announces that he has come for for Hancock's fruit, unwilling to let the marines acquire it. With that, Devon states of how nice Hancock's head would look as a trophy, with Blackbeard telling her she can have her way after the, they take her powers, with Shot saying he could have more fun with her if she was alive, which kind of shows how really sadistic the Blackbeard pirates are. One of them claims of what would be like to have her head as a trophy. The other one states of how much fun it would be if she was still alive. I mean, it just shows how sick and disgusting these guys are. Then we see a panel from Vice Admiral Yamakaji asking if the Marines should engage with the Black Bear Pirates. And with that, he has to wait from the word from the HQ as most of the Marines get have gotten blown away, blown away by Blackbeard. Barges on to the island, demanding Hancock to sh to, to show herself. With Kobe, who is already you know, on the island, asking Hancock to surrender if she wants them to leave. Hancock, being the being the stubborn woman she is, she refuses and steps out of the out to confront the opposing sides. And as Blackbeard gets a call from for help from his subordinates, he sees the attacker and, with shock, discovers it's it is not only the new pacifista, but it also has the traits of Lunarian, who has strike from a sword to cut an island's mountain in half. As this goes on, Blackbeard starts fighting the pacifista and is forced to use black hole, swallowing everything, with Hancock using slave arrow to petrify some of the marines. Alempo and Yamakaji are also were two of the victims that were caught in the slave arrow attack. The pacifists continue to attack, with Kobe demanding them to stop and to protect the petrified marines. And Hancock was about to use perfume fumer. Blackbeard, on the other hand, grabs her by the throat and nullifies her powers. Both their bounties are revealed according to what has been stated that Hancock's bounty is at 1,659,000,000 berries while Blackbeard's bounty is 3,996,000,000 berries. Blackbeard acknowledges that her reputation is well earned, since she was able to petrify Devon and Shot among his crew. Booby, on the other hand, tries to figure out what to do with the marines that were down. Blackbeard tells her he has had his eye on, his del on her devil fruit for quite a long time. She retorts her beauty is what makes her powers formidable, and if he kills 
and if he kills her, those who have been petrified will remain so forever. And is and fully confident whoever inherits her powers won't have the same capacity as her. To which Blackbeard replies to Kobe that they are now at an impasse, to which stating that he did him a favor at Rocky Port, allowing him to oust Ochoku and take him to Hachinosu for himself. Blackbeard then asks Kobe if he thinks Hancock would turn everyone back to normal if he unhands her, to which Kobe states that she most likely wouldn't and it would be a headache for him. Hancock then says she will turn everyone back to normal if they both leave. However, Blackbeard doesn't, doesn't agree to this, reasoning that she won't keep up with up on her end and a bargain due to her charms. Black, and with this, Blackbeard decides to kill off Hancock, to which Kobe ob objects to this, and by this, an unlikely person has arrived to stop this, and that person was Silver's Ray Lee, who apologized to, to Hancock for coming, for arriving late, and admitting he didn't expect the extent of this damage. And with this, Blackbeard is shocked that even though he was once Whitebeard's apprentice, he never liked him. And as he draws his sword, he asks Hancock to release everyone while he makes sure nothing de-escalates and everyone leaves the island. And this is where the flashback ends. Now we arrive back to the present day, where Hancock thanks Rayleigh for saving her as Shakuyaku, who not only accompanied Rayleigh, but also the former empress of Amazon Lily from two generations ago, and was also the former captain of the Kuja Pirates. And Vegapunk's modifications for the marine ships mean the comm belt is no longer a safe place for them. Gloriosa also mentions she generally thought they were finished, and Rayleigh even adds they were lucky, as a reputation that ended the conflict, and he won't be able to beat Blackbeard head-on due to his old age. With this, Rayleigh even states the marines are aiming to use the new pacifists to replace the seven warlords, with Boa Marigold and, her si and Bo Hancock's sister, Sandra Sonia, remarking the two were deployed, that were deployed didn't have a scratch on them, and one of them looked like Hancock actually as a child. As for the marines, it was revealed Kobe was captured by Blackbeard, and the current whereabouts of what his fate is, is left unknown. And that is where the chapter ends. Oh, wow. So a lot has really happened. We got to see a flashback of the invasion of, of Amazon Lily with the Blackbeard Pirates who went up against Boa Hancock. And we also have a cliffhanger of the fate where Kobe was captured by Blackbeard. So now his fate remains unknown. So now it's really curious to see of what's going to happen to Kobe and how are how's the tide going to change with now Luffy finding out that someone who not only is an enemy but is also his friend was captured by Blackbeard. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen and many, many more. Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? I thought it was really thrilling and I really liked that it ended on a cliffhanger and it got me really curious.
curious about what happened to Hobi and what is his fate currently at this time since he was captured by the Blackbeard Pirates. But I want to know what you guys think on the latest chapter of One Piece and a questionnaire that I'll be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode. But for everyone that has stuck out towards the end, thank you so much for listening. And to end the episode as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand new episode. Later! No doubt that's such a word.